1: Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop culture cosmos, inside sports, fantasy, football, and game source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy, Football, Game Source. Once again, Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends of pop culture each and every week. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Be part of one of the great topics that they're always covering at LakersBall.com, including Ox1947 himself. Always a part of the scene there at LakersBall.com. Of course, the great things that you can catch at LakerHolics.com. Be part of the conversation there today. At Lakerholics.com. You can see all the great trade proposals that Laker Tom has devised. You can see the comments that our good friend Jamie Sweet, who is not here today, he's performing live right now at the Mar Vista Open Stage Revival on Venice. So, when he's not doing that and he's not appearing on the show, he's writing for Lakerholics.com. Plus, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can catch all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers are almost, almost ready to make that sigh of relief because the Golden State Warriors are up 3-2 as they head into game six of the NBA Finals. We'll talk about that on the back end of the show if it's going to be of great comfort, a great sigh of relief for Lakers fans out there. But we'll see what happens. The series is not over quite just yet but there's some interesting news because there's always some type of news that pops up every week in Lakersland, And the latest news is not actually that great because the fact is it's not the news you really want to hear that Anthony Davis in a recent interview stated that he had not touched a basketball or shot a basketball, I should say since April 5th. Now he recently this week to his credit, got back into the gym and started shooting once again. But that's a clear two plus months of not touching a basketball for a guy who did not exactly have the greatest season last season. I know it's been a hot topic of debate on first take with JJ Redick taking one side as the NBA player and Stephen A. Smith seeing the numbers right there or lack thereof that he produced last year taking the other so i thought i'd bring the guys on today to talk about it plus lebron james hot in the rumor viral about something that if it was me if it was laker tom if it was joe soro if we were any of us advising lebron james we would tell him the same thing as well so it goes into the no-brainer category but we'll talk about that rumor coming up in a bit here as well it is Joe Soro, first off, from LakersBall.com. And, Joe, we're going to talk about AD first. AD of the sparkling 18% three-point shooting last year did not touch a basketball for over two months. Do you find this a problem, or do you find this of any concern? Or, you know, with these offseason, the way that they these players navigate their way through their offseason each and every year, this is this just okay now that Anthony Davis is back in the gym training for next season
2: when you're in the results business the only thing that matters is the regular season and playoffs what you do in your personal time and your preparation it, it makes no difference to me however it's bad optics yeah you are str- you, you you had your worst shoot I, i'm assuming he's had his worst shooting season this last year um i think he shot 18 percent from three uh his patented, I don't know, 15-18 footer that would normally go in was not going in. Yep. Uh usually when you get older, you rely on that shot more and you should be better at it. It's your athleticism that runs out at some point. So it's it's almost like Anthony Davis is is kind of Benjamin buttoning this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's he's reverting backwards when he should be losing ability as you get older and getting better at the fundamentals. And to me, when that happens, there's a focus problem. There is a want problem. Does he want to be great, really great? Not just good, really good. And we have beat the living bejesus out of the word great, icon, the best, goat. We have absolutely taken those words and flushed it down the toilet. They don't mean anything anymore. A guy can have a great month and he's the goat now. A guy can do something for even through two or three years and he's the greatest player that ever played. And they're comparing them to this. I remember there was a there was this like a two-year window, and it was right after uh Gilbert Arena scored 60 in at Staples against Kobe and the Lakers. And they were talking about how he might be the one of the greatest scorers of all time. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, people, come <laughs> on. So it, it's not something that just started now. It's 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 always been there. And the one positive thing about A D kind of setting the stage for the sports commentators is they finally stopped talking about it, the greatest this and the greatest that it actually got them away from that overused overplayed no talent subject because it was starting to veer into is Steph Curry on the same level as LeBron if he wins the title they can't just say is Curry going to win his fourth title and he's going to can we talk about him winning the, his first Finals MVP? Something, something different, a little bit—not just the same old thing. Where okay, if this guy wins, is he going to be the greatest? It's all I ever talk about. But for with 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 AD, I I, I I you can sense it in his personality. He's he's a very very bright person. Very he knows he knows who he is. He knows what he wants. I admire that part about him. Why I like them a lot. But as of right now, if I had to sit down with him and, and tell him something, I would tell him, You look like you are satisfied. Are you satisfied? Because if I'm the general manager of the Lakers or the owner, and he says, and, and, I, and it'd be one of those things where i have to, I need a legit answer. Like, you got to explain them. If it's no, You got to convince me and it's not likely going to be convinced. I'm not going to be convinced in this meeting. It's got to be like during the year. And then if you lie, I'm going to know this coming year. I'll I'll give you a buffer for this year. Injuries kind of derailed you fine. But as of right now, I'm seeing things that don't connect. Do you care? Are you over it? Are you satisfied? If you are then I'm going to be honest with you. This is something that Jerry West said. He, he said it during the memorial for Kobe, but I, I, you know, I've, I've heard it in the past, not through his own mouth, but, you know, Jerry West never lies to – he never lied to his – a player that was with him or a player he was going after. Yeah. And that's one of the things that he says was a staple in why he's successful is when you don't lie to people, you, you, you tend not to get yourself in trouble. So if – If you tell me the truth, that you're satisfied, I will tell you at that point, we are going to start looking into other options. (laughs) Because if you don't give a crap, this is the L.A. Lakers. This is not the Charlotte Hornets. This is not Memphis Grizzlies. We're not going to just be happy because we have Anthony Davis in his prime and LeBron. We win titles here, baby. If we don't win titles, we're working to win titles. So – if you're not satisfied, then okay, we're going to we're going we're going to find that out this year. If you are satisfied, I got to figure out another option. We already know what LeBron's going to do. LeBron is going to likely weigh his options here until August if he sees a change in the summer. And I'm sure he's talking about this with his wife in secret, you know. Hey, if they trade Russell Westbrook and they bring in something where it's like, "Huh, we might be a title contender," he'll sign the extension. But if Russell Westbrook isn't gone off this team and there's not really any big improvements by August, I don't see him signing the extension, and it's likely LeBron plays his last season in L.A. in
1: 22-23. This is Rafael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment.
0: I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders.
1: That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I have kind of a little issue with it, but uh, you know, this is the off season. So it depends now that he's back well, in the I'm, gym. I'm, how I'm, hard is he going to work? How hard is he it. want it?
2: I'm over it. You know, at some point um, I read something literally 10 minutes before we <laughs> aired. it's about pe- successful people. And I'm not, I'm not into the raw rah cliche crap, but I just happened to scroll in it. And, and there was a list of what makes someone successful. The first one was letting things go, not being so entrenched in your mind. Someone screwing you over, or something that's just you know bogging you down, and and you just let it go. I'm at the point now with LeBron and AD where I'm I'm gonna let this play out because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stress over it. It's it's it, from a, from a sports standpoint, of course, not in my mm-hmm. life. Um, because if he don't give a crap, why should I? Why? Why am I gonna bother myself at this point if you don't give a crap? I'm not. So, and then we just gotta wait it out. We gotta wait it out and see how it plays out. And if 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 Anthony Davis is shooting 18 percent from three point come December, we know that he does not give a crap, and he's not really serious about continuing to be trying to be what we all believed was he could have been in Tim Duncan level maybe not 5 championships but in terms of impact he has that kind of talent actually more he has more physical talent than a than a Tim Duncan but Tim Duncan had this he doesn't he doesn't have that at least a notch below Tim you can't you can't expect people to be like Tim Duncan it's not fair but at least close try to get close to that and if he had that mentality i think he would have been much more successful in New Orleans too that was kind of his thing uh, so we're, we're at a we're at a crossroads as they say and we we get we get the benefit as podcast analysts of the Lakers to have more dialogue and more entertaining assumptions and analysts and analyzing and all that stuff so I, I'm looking at it from that in a positive standpoint we have something to talk about
1: That we do indeed. Uh, Always something to talk about here in Lakers land, but also here today to talk about possibly this being a concern. Maybe it's not. Again, it all depends. I agree with Joe. If he's he's 18% in three-point range come the end of the year, that's going to be an issue, and a lot of people are going to point to those comments that he made earlier this week in regards to that. But we'll see what happens. We'll give it a chance. We'll see if AD can go ahead and become the player that we know he can be but also here today, talk about what's going on with the Lakers, A.D., LeBron. Hopefully a win for the Golden State Warriors to keep the Celtics at number 17. Good man indeed. Please go ahead and check out his great articles today at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. A couple of names have been taken off your list of potential trade targets with both JaMichael Green being traded to Oklahoma City and also Christian Wood in a deal which i think that dallas really got a good deal on in regards to the first round pick for this year and four expiring trade contracts going back the deal none of which are really good rotational players at this point in time but your thoughts centering back in on ad and his comments that he did not go ahead and touch a basketball for over two months
0: well you know it's interesting there was such an uproar on twitter that uh I think less than 24 hours had passed, and and AD somehow had already had a session, a training session with a Lethal Shooter Chris Matthews, who's a mm-hmm. respected uh, trainer that KCP and controversial.
1: Players. I heard as well.
0: Yeah, so it was. That's uh, the power of Twitter, man. That uh, that AD came back, and actually, you know, when you get down to it, you have to. It's really a smart move, and and the thing with the thing with Anthony Davis is that. Not only in the bubble, but also during that championship year, he shot the ball better than he ever has before. He was shooting in the mid-80s for free throws. And this was a guy who'd been traditionally a 70, low-70s free throw shooter, and he was shooting 85%.
1: Remember that um, game against New Orleans? He, I think he went 24 for 25 or something. Yeah, I know. Some ungodly so yeah. he had so he's
0: got a shot there. He, he didn't miss a free throw Matt in the finals gonna... until the last
2: game. No, sorry. No, sorry right, no let me finish. Yeah, sorry.
0: What, what Matthews is going to do is he's going to look at film from that year and he's going to compare the mechanics that AD has had during that year with his current mechanics. Yeah. And so I think that that is just really a real important move because that's the kind of help that he needs with his shooting because he's not a guy who can't make those shots. Um, even though he wasn't a prolific three-point shooter early in his career, he was deadly from two. So, you know, I, I'm I'm very positive about that. And, you know, A.D., yeah, you screwed up by making that comment that you didn't take those shots, you know, but you made up for it by going out and getting, getting a hold of Chris Matthews. And I think they I expect good things from him. As far as the comments about whether or not that is indicative or what is the problem with A.D., well, he obviously didn't come back. And the, the thing you have to remember about both of the last two years, not only for AD, but for LeBron, is that they were all injury spoiled. And there's nothing that anybody, anybody who's been an athlete, whether it was high school or college, when you get injured, man, it just throws that whole year off. You know, you just, you lose a year coming back and you just, you lose confidence, you lose rotation, you lose minutes you lose rhythm and that was really the problem that AD had in both of those seasons now there are there are two kinds of guys who come off a championship there's a guy who comes off a championship and says boy I really like that and I'm going to do it again and I'll do whatever I have to do to do that and there's a guy who comes off of it and he's pr- pretty happy and proud of himself you know and uh, and maybe he slacks off a little bit I don't I don't think we can make a judgment as to whether that was what happened to Anthony um, because he had, he did have that short turnaround, you know, after playing in the finals and, and boom, then, you know, it was only little a year and seven months ago that they won the championship. So you, I, I, I can't, I can't assume, I can't assume that or attribute to him a lack of desire, but what I do have a feeling for very strongly is a couple of things. One, LeBron's, Support for AD, which he's come out very strongly for, and also Darvin Hand basically saying that everything is going to come dependent This whole year is going to come down to AD. He's the guy who's going to have to carry this team this year. And that brings me to the whole Stephen A. Smith thing. I'm mean, I'm not a SAS fan, but um, he made that interesting comment that healthy, if healthy, he would take Anthony Davis over Nikola Jokic. It was just an amazing list of people, uh, superstars that you would name. The idea that all of a sudden here's somebody who would come out and say, hey, wait a minute, because if you count both sides of the ball and you look at the game that he has, he is, he's a player who basically can impact the game like no other player can in the league. And that's what people thought of him at the end of the bubble. That's what everybody thought and expected. And we've been expecting that for every year. We've been expecting it since we got him, that he would eventually eclipse LeBron, that him and his prime had to be better than LeBron at 37. Now, LeBron has had something to say about that, but injuries really have clouded that picture. So you come to the question about what does that mean for the Lakers? Um, the trays. Uh Christian Wood was a big player that I've always... I've always uh, coveted for the Lakers, but I, I didn't really expect the Lakers to pursue him simply because his defense is pretty suspect at this point in time, and he has had some attitude problems, and I don't think that that's a good fit for Darvin Hand rotation to put a player like that in there. And it's interesting because the Lakers did make an offer for him at the trade deadline and almost had a deal they, they wanted to pick, basically. They offered Nunn and uh, THC, uh, for um, Wood, and uh, the Rockets said, include a pick, and you got him. The Lakers obviously didn't want to spend that pick, you know, and there's this misconception going around that the Lakers are hanging on to those picks. They're not hanging on to any picks. They won't, they might not trade those picks or give up those picks as sweeteners in a deal for for Russell Westbrook, but they're not gonna they're not going to exercise those picks in 2027 and 2029 they'll be traded well along well before then they'll trade them for players that's the whole purpose is it is you don't want to trade them for West to get rid of Westbrook you want to trade them to bring a good player to the team and you know Christian Wood would have been a player who they could have used a pick to do that now whether a 2027 pick uh, we probably would have had to make it unprotected to make it compete with a, a number 26 pick or 27 pick this year but you know obviously houston is doing the right thing because they're going to get a great player in the number three pick they've got they've got some great young talent but before
1: expiring contracts come on yeah, off the and, yeah so they
0: didn't want to take it they didn't want to take you back any contracts they didn't want to you know they did that smart it was basically a trade of a draft pick you know they traded a guy who averaged 20 points and 12 rebounds for for a tw- number twenty six draft pick, uh, that was a steal.
1: Well, yeah, uh, a...
0: but you know, but the math. One of the math problems has been their defense. I don't know. You know, Christian, he can provide some rim protection because they have none of that, and and he's a pretty good rim protector. But um, he's very light, and and, and he doesn't weigh two hundred pounds. I don't think. Um,
1: but I think for, on the he way does way way play ferociously,
0: though hand. he can throw down ducks with the best of them.
1: And he um, and can't he shoots, shoot from the outside.
0: And he shoots from outside. So interesting news. Uh, you know, I mean, I like the news about AD because I I really feel like his shooting problem, he may not shoot that well. That might have been an outlier. But I definitely think having a shooting coach and looking at the mechanics back then versus now is a simple pathway for carrying his shooting problems and, and really get him, getting him back to where he at least hits those mid-range comfortably.
1: Well, one of his big cheerleaders for him just spoke out earlier today in LeBron James saying, watch out for Anthony this come, upcoming season. He's not concerned at all about what was said by Anthony Davis. He's glad he's in the gym working out. He's glad he's in the gym working on his shot. And that is none other than LeBron James, who has been sort of you know part of the conversation as well in regards to what he will do in a long-term commitment for the Los Angeles Lakers, because he has that on the table in early August. And, Joe, I want to ask you this. The rumors are abound because, again, with not much to do right now outside of seeing how the offseason habits are for Anthony Davis, there's not much more to talk about other than what the Lakers might do for a second rounder. Oh, yeah, and LeBron signing an extension. The rumors are bound that he is not committing to assigning a, a contract extension with LA at this time. He's going to wait and see what happens. That's a no brainer, right?
2: Yeah. It's a smart move. Why yeah. would you, why would you, if you're only, your only aspiration at this point is to continue to win championships. And if you feel like this next year, there's not going to be anything beyond that. You know, you got to, you got to, figure out another option. We're going to know. We're going to know this summer. I know for sure if Russell Westbrook is back, they're not going to win a title this year. Uh, how they're going to better the team, no idea. There would have to be something it's close to a miracle for it to happen. At this Joe, point.
0: Do you, Joe, do you think – you brought up a subject that I thought was really fascinating. Do you think that there is any linkage between – if the Lakers don't trade Russell Westbrook, that LeBron may not sign the extension. That that could be a reason for him not to sign the extension. I mean, that's if, an interesting linkage because nobody's talking about it in that way. No,
2: no, and and your that's attributing something to if, LeBron if Le, that LeBron, would be very
0: detrimental to Russ.
2: LeBron, he would. I don't think that would ever come out. I don't think that would ever come out. I think he Publicly, would keep that yeah. close to the chest. But it's common sense. Yeah. When you look at it from LeBron's career, LeBron has done everything except reach number six, which right. is what will be the only chance he really, really can have an argument of being the the greatest ever. I, I it, the stat no, building, he's
0: not going to throw Russ under the bus, but
2: no. It's, but
0: It is too hard. If said, I'm, he has to be hoping that, that Palinka can pull off a trade. and. I, I,
2: yeah, I equate it to, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant never said anything negative about Kwame Brown. Even when he was elated in New Jersey that first game where he messed up his finger, <laughs> he yeah. scored six points in that game. And I had not seen Kobe smile like that. I don't even remember him smiling like that when he was, when he three beat it. He was so happy Pau Gasol was there. Even when that happened, Kobe never said anything negative to Kwame about Kwame Brown. And we all knew Kwame Brown was, he kept that team from really, really being anything uh, that would matter. Right. So, Hands Stone. What, yes, uh, Hunter, I, you that, it,
1: there's
0: a parallel between Kwame Brown and Russell Westbrook, man. It is. And, and here's, here's the a, I crazy mean, here's, thing. Think about, that. think about that. I
2: know. That's that's why I wanted to bring it up. And, and and it's good that we watch the games because, you know, just like a playbook, when you know the playbook in and out, you, you remember things and you're able to correlate it with other things that are going on. Right? So I had said for years that Kwame Brown was the worst Laker player. Now, Talent wise, he probably wasn't, right? No. But in terms of impact and the ability to go to the next level, Kwame Brown until there was no next level. <laughs> <laughs> until this last year, I had not ever seen a player sabotage a team as bad as Russell Westbrook had.
0: Those two guys are definitely on the Mount Rushmore of the of the Lakers uh worst- I- worst players
2: yes and i i remember samaki walker in 2002 in 2002 we were wanting to hang ourselves more than a few times with his decision making but that ended in, that ended with a with a title and it wasn't it well, didn't. who
0: else who else do we put on the mount rushmore of uh i would say if I, players?
2: in my in my time in my time uh, the first four that come to mind: Westbrook, Kwame, Samaki Walker, and Smush Parker.
0: Oh, Smush! Smush has got to be on there.
2: Yeah, Smush yeah. would be there It's got to it's, it's gotta be four guys.
0: I, I hate in. to put I hate to put Walker <laughs> on there. I mean, because he's well, not I, in the class of the other three. No,
2: and I, I, he <laughs> <wonder>. <laughs> there
0: must be somebody else. I mean, we, those I, three I, are pretty dramatic.
2: Okay, well, some have said Luke Walton, but see, Luke Walton, oh, Luke Luke was a good Laker. I I. Samaki wasn't bad. It was bad at that time.
1: There was never the now, expectations on Walton. Let's put it that way. As a right. second round pick, there was never the expectations on Walton. No, he he overachieved. A, he
0: was the, yeah. he was, you know, he, he was the white role player that, that he, he, well he
1: was, he would
2: him and Kobe were the only reason why they won a, a game in that. Yeah. 04 finals. Well, you, know, you,
0: you also thought he was going to be a starter. The way he played in the playoffs that year,
2: it's because his body his broke. down. Year, his
0: rookie year, he showed a savvy, which he always had, and the smarts as a player that that you don't see. But his his body didn't I, let him. I got to hold off on Samaki. I don't want to. I don't want to dump that guy into the same broth as the other three guys. I mean, between Smush, Kwame, and Russ, I mean, that is a total destructive crew. Imagine the three of them playing in a in the three on three league.
2: It, it, it's I, there's no one else that that. In Terms of frustration, there may not be
0: anybody else that falls into the category of those three guys. We have a Mount Rushmore with only three guys,
2: then at that point, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we'll save a spot, we'll save a spot for the next uh, for yeah,
2: the next it's, major. it's 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 a it's a it's a smart. I could, move. I, could, I
0: could I could nominate DeAndre Jordan for that spot, though.
2: There you go. He was the, he was.
0: the, that he used, the, the,
2: the
1: minutes that he ate up for us, <laughs> yeah, but he was only on a minimum contract. So it, it you only was, should be expecting. If, it was better of at, if
0: I was better at Photoshop, I put together the photo and
1: write an article tonight. <laughs> there you go. All right, but uh, your thoughts still again on LeBron. I again, I don't think that there's a problem there. I think this is something that's a non-news story. It's just clickbait. I think that with LeBron, I would wait too. If I was advising LeBron, well, the, I would wait league, for him. The to league
0: basically out. makes it a rule that it's tampering. They cannot. The league nor the player can discuss it an extension until the extension is eligible. Yeah, That's been published and put out there. Um, and so this is suppositions. The, the truth of the matter is that the Lakers aren't going and LeBron aren't going to publicize if they've talked about it. But I think back about the big hullabaloo we had when LeBron was, he was praising every general manager, but Rob Palenka and dropping hints that he was going to join this team or that team and clutch and there was a sort of like a big clash between clutch and the Lakers as an organization and a lot of discussion, you know, on the blog and, and, and in the media about the value of the clutch relationship. You know, I think the outcome of that based upon the fact of the comments that Jeannie bus made, that doesn't matter whether LeBron signs the extension or not. We're going forward in the same manner. He is our superstar. We expect that he's going to resign. We expect that he's going to retire a Laker. And LeBron James came back with saying, I am happy with Los Angeles. I don't intend to move anywhere else. Um, yeah, I might be tempted by my to play with my son, Bronny, at some point down the road. But, uh, you know, I'm a Laker, period. I think that that's where we're going to end up. I think that the Lakers, first off, aren't going to be as dumb as the Cleveland Cavaliers did and take on a, a five-year contract from somebody that's worth only one year. They're not going to do something stupid like that. They're going to slit their own throats. I think that they're going to use those draft picks for players, probably, rather than dumping Russ. Um, And frankly, I think personally that unless, as long as LeBron and AD are still going to be here, we will never have the cap space to bring in a free agent superstar. So as long as they're going to be here for three more years, I would wave and stretch Russ and, and eat the $15 million a year, because we're not going to be free agents, and we won't have the free agency ability to do that at any rate. I sure wouldn't bring back the player to the team because he's been a cancer. Because if you think you're bringing him back, what you have to figure is it's probably a 50-50 bet that he will be such a bad influence in the locker room that you're going to have to send him home. You're going to have to accept that if you make a decision that you are really going to bring him back.
1: You're on mute, Joe, just to let you know. But I, I can't do the wave and stretch thing. I cannot do it under any circumstances, especially with only one year left on his contract and forty seven million dollars coming off the books. That is just to me just well, I, 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 that, even if I the contract,
0: either. even if I didn't wave and stretch him, you're gonna that's if you, you're risking sending home. There's a point at which you will have to send that sucker home.
2: I'm sorry, home I can't the only can't way for... the only way you would have even a adri- gone that route where you have to stretch Westbrook is if you know for a fact you are a title contender and you're getting talent by stretching it just like the dang thing was just more of just the whole the fact that we signed them for what we signed them for I think that was always there it was more of just a eh. but they did it because when they did it when they stretched his contract they got Anthony Davis and LeBron was there, and they they up we winning trying a championship.
0: To sign free agency, then see that killed us because we were trying to create cap space to sign free agents during that entire period, because we were a rebuilding team. We're not a rebuilding team now. What I mean, you, you with you have with LeBron and AD, you, you you're back into the whole situation of throwing away your entire roster, and building from scratch, brand new, with no continuity, with no identity it's a foolhardy thing to do it's not the way you build in a championship dynasty you build a dynasty by replacing key parts as you move along not just two players but like keeping five players a core of five then you you rotate out the rest of the team the truth of the matter is i'm the ultimate optimist but man it's a 100 to one shot that we win a championship next year it's a two-year project at the best
2: we screwed up in that yeah. we didn't value youth. Nope. We were upset that Kuzma wasn't the next Richard Lewis. Let's just say that. Cause that's kind of the the ceiling that I saw with him. We didn't value KCP. We didn't value Caruso. These guys are young. They're seasoned. They know their roles. Kuzma was, he's still young. He could still improve. You know, we didn't value that. and, it really, really bit us in the rear end. This time, it really. Well, look at who
0: we valued is the the other. And that's half of the problem. The other half of the problem is the people we valued. Andre Drummond, you see Andre and, Jordan, and and what they thought Adrian there
2: Bradley. That, uh, what, what, what they thought there was Dennis Schroeder. that they, they thought that Drummond would be. They, they they might they had amnesia or something where they thought they were back in 2005 where they can get their legit five who likes the rebound there's a problem guys and and I don't know why they didn't see that you see it all they the time every year
0: 2005 the way they do today the it, rebounds are all over the court look, you need physicality and it, athleticism
2: look at Rudy Gobert look at Bam Adebayo you know these guys don't I mean Adebayo is a better shooter than than Gobert but if you draw those guys out if you can play them off the court. You you can play them off the court. It's 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 the the, the the rebounding center is over. You have to have a stretch center who's got some ability to take some pain throughout the year. And, Which, and thank God me. we
0: hired somebody who runs a, a system that demands a stretch center for a final, finally effort. for who but who after you know years of Byron Scott and, and anti-analytics old school fools who
2: still wanted low post centers. uh. It's gotten to the point where uh, you're limited on the special talent. You're just, there's not, who's there, who is out there that, and we didn't win titles, minimum salary. We did not win win a title. We did not win a title in 2020 with a stretch center, but what we had was a power forward slash center, who was at that time the best big man in the game and the best and he had the best
1: three-point shooting stretch of his entire career a game winner yep shooting that three yep but I also want to make sure and mention that as has been mentioned and whispered amongst the other team governors that are around the NBA about how the Golden State Warriors on the verge of an NBA championship who have spent more by far than anyone and it's going well into the luxury tax next year the odds-on favorite right now in las vegas if they're healthy will be the los angeles clippers who are also the number two team in spending and also will be well in the luxury tax the Lakers have to see that as: Do they have to spend more, or do they have to go over the luxury tax? The thing is, they have to whatever amount of money they spend, spend wisely, because two of the same teams in their division are going to be two of the best teams in the NBA next season.
0: Who, who's well, the second hope, team? You hope that they've learned the Phoenix, from the
1: from the Clippers that they got. Phoenix and the Clippers again. We're gonna have to hear about the Clippers. You're gonna have to clear the Clippers because it's Las Vegas. I already saw. So I've already talent. seen the lines, my friend. I've already seen. That the Clippers are being considered the favorites with Kawhi and George and and who they're signing up as far as it's concerned. They extended throw Covington Covington. in there
0: and bring back George and Kawhi, and this team is loaded.
2: The day those guys are
1: relevant. Norman Powell is also on the the team. He's he's done well for them. The day that
2: the Clippers are relevant will be the first time ever. So until I see it, they mean nothing. There's always something. We're a
0: reality that has the Boston Celtics contending to win their 18th championship. They're contending
2: playoffs. They're contending (laughs) because they, they stuck it out with their young guys. And, you know, we're going to
0: have to go through the warriors for the next five years. And that's not an easy challenge. The best thing that happened to the Lakers was the demise of the warriors. The warriors are back and they're going to be better next year.
1: And not have Wiseman
0: well, back. It's just ridiculous. But you gotta
1: got to remember, Joe, that the controversy regarding the owner, Robert Sarver, in Phoenix might be elevated a little bit, especially after an employee left in regards to his situation there. Plus, DeAndre Ayton, his unsatisfactory attitude because of the fact he really didn't like the way he was being played in the playoffs by Monty Williams – that could be a situation. Plus, he also has a contract extension that's due. That He wants the full max. Not sure that, and I don't think that Phoenix really wants to give him the max. That's going to play out over the summer. That could be some turmoil right there. That could be something that, and of course, you know, with Chris Paul, could we start seeing some real declining returns after what we saw in the playoffs as well? Those are things to understand, but again, it's an if but Las Vegas is you know, really starting to lean on the Clippers as being a, a favorite for next season with the lineup that they've got if they're healthy. I'm just telling you right. Like it is. I know you say they're irrelevant, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is something that people and Lakers fans have to be aware of, and that's something that the Lakers are going to have to be aware of this season when they go out in the draft and they try and get a second-round pick or picks when they go out into free agency, and they also have to consider that as well.
2: We are going to have to wait here, hopefully, just one more day so that we can take a deep breath. The Clippers mean nothing to me, and I'm sure a real Laker fan shouldn't have that matter at all. The issue at this point beyond the Lakers' roster for next year is the, the Celtics have to lose one of this next two, two games so that we can – at least go into the future, the near future here and not worry about needing two again to pass the Celtics. And I believe it's going to happen. I believe golden States. (laughs) If if, if we're talking about Byron Scott, six
0: or game seven, they've manned up six or seven, (laughs)
2: six or seven. They've manned up. And we all think, we all think a young team is going to be back. Oh, the Celtics are going to be back. And, Because they're young. And yet last year, oh, Milwaukee's probably going to win another one. Look, there are plenty of guys that I've watched in my time that only really made it to the finals once. Guys like Patrick Ewing. Guys like Charles Barkley. Carmelo Malone and and John Stockton only went to two. I think we have been so spoiled by the Michael Jordans and the Kobe and Shaqs and the Duncans and the the let's say the c- commutative collective of the of the Warriors because their appeal their appeal their greatness is not so much individually yeah they're all well, I'm, I'm not gonna say drama in, in my book is not a hall of famer but I have I have high standards for that the only hall of famer uh, from my standards right now is Steph Curry Clay is going to be a hall of famer. I love Clay, but he's not there yet in if I was voting. He will be there probably, but what not now. What about
1: Raymond? I know that's Raymond I
2: I don't No, I, I, I get it, but I have a high standard for the Hall of Fame. You have to be great.
1: You have to be I think Tatum a hall of famer. I think Tatum will get in. I'm a Brown No, they are all going to get in.
2: Dude, tr- tr- Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill got in. Yeah. Okay? They they played half their lives injured. So, they're going to get in. Everybody's going to get in, but I have a higher standard. To me, what makes Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and and in terms of basketball community, Draymond Green is they are as unselfish as you can be, which is a very admirable trait. They they one of them could have easily Clay could have easily said, "Look, I've won a couple championships. I want to be the man somewhere." Never thought you never heard anything like that from him. Steph Curry opened his arms to Durant, knowing that he was gonna get a bunch of well, did you win your titles with Durant? It didn't affect him, it affected Durant. <laughs> I'm doing my doing my Laker Tom look. Yep, yep. Right, I agree. Okay, it, it bothered Durant because I'm he sorry. Does, he doesn't
0: have the same attitude <laughs> as the other three guys.
2: Because I have a good memory when it comes to this. Kevin Durant was like Jamal Wilkes until he went to Golden State. You he was quiet, he was sweet jump shot money star amazing and then all of a sudden he turned into this jerk because he was affected by the noise he said everyone said he has he took the easy way out but it wasn't it, his team it wasn't his team when in fact he was the guy that you know shot the threes that closed yeah, games. But it's
1: still Steph's team in the end He was playing at the time like the best player in the world. And
2: again, I'm not saying the Patricks and the Charleses and the Malones and Stocks aren't great. Those are great players, obviously. But I think we've been spoiled by the ones that do uh, consistently return and keep coming back. And when one guy doesn't – The
0: guard is changing, man. I'm telling you, it's getting – the young players – everybody doesn't realize the Celtics why are they losing it's the first time here look at who they're playing Draymond, Steph and clay been here before they won championships before you wonder why you wonder why the Celtics are struggling they've never had they've never been on a stage
2: I've seen new new players come in and win. We've we've sure. seen it before. The
0: time, just like the Bucks, the first time the Bucks
2: were in the finals,
0: it's it's hard, man.
2: It's hard. The Super, Bowl, it, it, the Super it is. Bowl. Think
0: about the Super Bowl. It's the same thing.
2: It's really hard in you football. Almost
0: got to lose before you can win. It's part of the experience and understanding the game and its importance and. There used to pressure that you have to deal
2: with. There used to be a a, a consistent formula. And I think you're right in that there is a little bit of like this, this playoff run was one of the first years I can remember last year. You can say, yeah, a little bit, but I just felt like it was all injuries and it just opened up for both teams. But this year, even though there were some injuries, it just, it's one of the really few years that I remember. I'm like, I don't know who's going to win it this year. I, I don't know. Is it going to be Golden State? You guys it had it
1: clearly set for Golden State. No, you, you guys seem to have gotten. It's like, I thought oh, it was Phoenix. I, oh. I, no, I thought I'm Phoenix always, was going to go. Always, I'm talking I'm about your recent. Golden picks. State
2: was the team you had to pick. My, my recent picks are by it's a biased pick. If 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 they weren't playing the Celtics, I, I would have. I don't know who I would have picked. You never know. I mean, Clay uh, Steph Curry went 0 for nine in this last game. I don't know. Is he going to show up tomorrow to make sh- shots? Is he well, going to be? Find out.
1: Let's find I've out. never seen like tomorrow? he was
0: yesterday. I mean, that was really odd.
1: Well, that's, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, uh, it, it, re, it looked out. like Game
2: Seven and Sixteen. It looked exactly like that, and he's he's done that a few times. It's not well, like you know, we the,
1: the
0: the Dubs have been blown out of a couple of games. I mean, blown out by thirty points, and. You know, this is a better – talk about the Lakers being careless with the ball and so forth. Both of these teams are both guilty of it. It's surely like the points off a turnover determines who wins the game. Can the Warriors actually win in Boston on have.
2: Thursday night? They, tomorrow they, night? they have, and I think they should. And they I should
0: because that. you don't want – I know for a man, they don't want to go back to San Francisco. You don't want to be playing a game seven. Because in a game seven, anything can happen. I mean, look at the way these guys started. They missed the first 12 threes, The 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 Greenies did, and then they hit twelve in a row. Yeah, they hit eight uh, in a row. Just let you know, or eight in it's, a row. It's, I mean, it's, 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 just,
2: it's they're streaky and they're, they're, that's all. Yeah. But their you know,
0: when it comes down to the clutch time of the game, a lot of it is the decision making and the ability, the ability of the Warriors on defense to pack the paint and still contest the threes. Because what's happening is every time every time they drive the paint, Brown and almost everybody on that team, smart, um, definitely Tatum, have trouble finishing underneath, have trouble passing the ball.
1: Wiggins is giving them problems.
0: And it's well, Wiggins is a problem, but also you'll notice that a lot of the time what you're seeing is Peyton on the floor. Yep. And in that game, in that game, one of the reasons they won is was Curry was not on the floor for a good portion of the time. The three guards, think of these three guards, these three players guarding you. You've got, you've got Payton and Clay Thompson and Wiggins. That start of the fourth quarter set the tone. Man, to I mean, that game. put them with Draymond. Uh, it, you know, uh, they've got such good players, such depth that they've really done. Man, I tell you, I... I'm rooting for the Warriors, of course, because I want to beat the Celtics. But I love the way these guys play. I, I wish don't. We could, I wish really we don't play more that
2: way. I don't actually. I, I I think it it the three point shot is. It's I like, the I
0: egalitarian like, nature of the offense that it's not designed. It's designed for the open man to take I don't,
2: the shot. I, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the three point heavy basketball. It's not a pretty. It's not a pretty game to me and uh Steph Curry's struggle sometimes is because people play much tighter as the playoffs go on and it's going to be the the degree of difficulty and the pressure of having to make those shots go up as well it's just harder it's harder for
0: well and the Celtics the Celtics have been challenging him on defense i mean he's, they're really they have really hunted him
2: But they're running out of they're running out of a you know you could see that they've they're they're run out of gas. They're the young
0: team. They had three days off. Don't give me this run out of gas BS.
2: Hey, uh, come
0: on, man. I don't know what they're
2: (laughs) They shouldn't be out of out of gas, but they, they, they 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 why are they why are they tired in the third all the time? Why are they tired in the fourth? This. Uh, except for game well, one, I don't know. Well, other than the fact thing, that
0: they run out of the coaches playing the play them without taking them out of the game.
2: You you have to also factor in, Tom. It's like it's like a boxer. Okay, a boxer yeah. might be in great f- physical shape, but you well, also have to factor fight, in. Second
0: like championship fight, they learn a lot more.
2: Well, you have to understand that there's also a few other things that are happening. For example, you're, the pressure takes a lot of energy from you. The fact sure. that you're getting punched takes a lot of energy out of you and then you're punching so it's not just the fact that their lungs can handle it it's it's a stress thing when they were talking about and, and i think it's been building up series after series after series there And, and the, the longer the, the longer this goes the more the pressure you know kevin garnett said something about game 7 in 2010 that put it perfectly he goes we could not move
0: well look at we could not game seven move
2: experiences they know. were so tired and you saw it from both teams. Kobe might have not been tired, but he wanted it so bad. He his his fists were too tight.
1: Right? He was he was exhausted, and you could tell in that game. But still, of course, we all know what happened then. But no, we all right want the game, now. We all want it to end tomorrow night. Yes, we all want it to end. It. So it, to will end it tomorrow end tomorrow night. night? I'm saying yes. It'll end on the road. So, so am I. There you I'm go. I'm
2: not going to say. Look, I. I keep doing this because I want to be part of the team.
0: <sighs> it's a 50-50. You're 50% Look, right, man. I'm, not, I'm going to put
2: my cards on the table. Look, I don't have a clue who's winning this series. till this till right now, I have no idea. And I didn't know even before. I like the Celtics team. I like how they play. I like Yudoka. I like how he is. He looks like a guy that but they
0: run. You know what? They're comparing the Warriors of them. Here's what I really hate. I hate ISO They're ISO offense. Their entire offense is isolation. Even Marcus Smart, it's isolation. It's drive to the basket and pitch out. Isolation basketball.
2: It's all their. Look count, at we'll they, love watch to the do. Warriors.
0: The difference. Watch Curry when he's off of the ball. It's amazing. The guy, he will pass to another player to get a better shot off of his shot. It's it's a it's this entirely different system that always has motion and movement especially off the ball and it's so much more pleasing to me as a player and former as a former player and coach than any isolation oriented basketball team such as the Lakers were last year and the Celtics certainly are this year.
1: We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout but we'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerhollocks.com. Well, once again, it is the Lakers. We always talk about them, but on the verge of hopefully still staying tied with the Boston Celtics, hopefully the Golden State Warriors will get it done sooner rather than later. Well, We'll Golden
2: State State is a title away from passing the Bulls for third all-time.
0: Is it seven, I think?
1: Yeah. Okay, well, that's still ten more. I'm so excited. Games.
0: Yeah. Well, that's... listen. Even if the Celtics don't win this year, they will have this experience. Will make them the best team in the East next year. The Celtics? They're gonna. They're gonna have more chances to win number eighteen in the next
2: decade than the Lakers will. I think they have a problem. I'll tell you what the problem is. Jason Tatum needs to go up another level if he doesn't it's likely they're I don't know I yeah, he's, no,
0: he's only 24 years old At yeah he needs, he's got he to be get
2: he needs to get to another level to for, for me to kind of buy into that and then yeah. you have to also factor in let's say if Chris Middleton is healthy next year and you got a Giannis still in his prime and if they add a couple players they're gonna be a problem it's yeah. It's easy to say that they'll they'll be back, but that's not true. Uh, and Miami's still good, and half their team and was in Miami.
0: Good. Miami still has the same problems that they had before. You know, the, everybody keeps talking about the Miami culture, and 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 that's that's an admirable characteristic of the team, but they just don't have the horses to win a championship, in my opinion.
1: Look at us. Our minds are already wandering towards next season, and this season is yet not even finished. Yes, but we'll wait and see. Hopefully, Golden State Warriors will get it done to help keep the Boston Celtics at 17, tied with the Lakers on world championships. Yes, they'll be so scary, 10 championships behind the Lakers if they win. I, I'd rather have that than the all a I
2: had a guy online who yapped, I always, this is my favorite response. This is my favorite post is I start, once in a while I'll hear the, the Lakers don't have 17, they have 12. You don't count the Minneapolis titles. I said, oh yeah? How good are you with your history? Do you remember what happened to the Celtics and the Buffalo Braves in 1978? I hear silence after that every time. I love it. I love it. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what that is, They switched teams. The Buffalo Braves and the Celtics switched teams. So if you guys want to play that game, then you guys only have five titles. Sorry. Five Larry O'Briens. That's it. Not 17. So go home. Put your whatever those shirts were with the we play for 18. And and, and, and you know, make sure that you – They we
0: play for 18 shirts?
2: Make sure that no, it, hopefully that. by tomorrow you'll be scribbling 2022 Eastern champions. And it will be 17 – what would it be, 0.1? 17 and a half? You count it as a half? Zero, right? Yeah. So I love I love knowing what I know so that I can tell people what they don't know. That's a, that's the, that's the fun part about being knowledgeable in this thing.
1: And that's the fun part about being part of the Lakers fast break podcast. <laughs> blasphemy Joe. Kenneth Stone is in the comments. Blasphemy Joe If the Warriors win. So be it The whole Western conference. Wasn't healthy this year. Still comments right there for you from Kenneth. What's Stone. blasphemy
2: hey. that, that the Warriors will win.
1: You got to root for Golden State. I'm sorry if you're a Lakers fan, you, you, you are rooting for Golden yeah, State. Yeah, you
2: can't. I'm sorry. Uh, whoever's out there, guys, it's 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 simple. It's not even if if it was the Clippers versus the Celtics. I you have to cheer mm. for the Clippers. We got a Gosh, bigger thing here.
0: What an what an experience that would be. Yeah, you having can't, a career for the Clippers is very difficult. I'm uh, sorry,
2: guys. The, the, Maybe the, more
0: difficult than the than the Celtics in some. There's respects. priorities not, here. Not all respects, but in some
2: respects, it, there's priorities. Priority is we cannot afford to be too behind the Celtics. I'm not. They're not one behind. They're two. two to, no, two to two to leap over. Yeah, that's what matters. I don't care about 17 right now. It's tied. I hate ties. I don't want to. You know, I want 18. I want I want one ahead. That's when it matters. Right now, I'm a Steeler fan and I can't stand that the Patriots have six titles. Also, I, I want I was Super Bowls, I should say. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's- Kenneth, I I want to get you on the show. We want to go ahead again. I will get you on the show. We'll do an interview so you can say why Joe's language against the Lakers is blasphemy. He's not if if you've been listening to the show, he's been actually very supportive of the team and what's coming up. They still have a lot of changes to make. Of course, there's the Russell Westbrook decision, which I know is very polarizing. I want to hear your thoughts. I know you're a big supporter of Westbrook, so I want to get you in on a conversation. Who? Russell Westbrook, yes. Who's a supporter Ken, of Westbrook? Kenneth Stone. Remember, he oh. came on the show. He He's in our chat right now. Again, I want to go ahead and get Supporters you on. what?
2: What the hell is he? What the hell would you support? Uh, that all right,
1: all right, all right. That's another show indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. Please go ahead and hit us up at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Please go ahead and subscribe. Thank you so much for our YouTube followers, your YouTube subscribers. You've been so gracious in your support. The comments are there. We truly appreciate it want to thank again rafael barlow for stopping by earlier this week on the program please go ahead and check it out today a great conversation on the nba draft why he thinks paulo Banchero should be the number one pick and yes to so many people out there we did talk about kai soto so please go ahead and hear our thoughts on kai soto on that particular program kenneth stone the last words oh my god joe resents he does not resent the purple and gold. He's a purple and gold fan, <laughs> true and true. Uh, Kenneth, I, with all due respect, I have to go ahead and say that that he is a true Lakers fan, indeed. No one would spend that much time on, on Lakersball.com. Plus, also as well, Laker Tom and Lakerholics.com. The next These show, guys...
2: you're going to see purple blood come out of here.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> and then on this side, gold. Like uh, gold. Kenneth, oh, Kenneth! Kenneth, no, please
1: don't start it. Please, Laker don't start gold. The Laker goes
2: from '99 to 2018. Not that banana yellow that they that the that Nike started making that looks like garbage or puke. I'm talking Kobe Staples starting in '99, 2000 gold, right. right here. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. gonna show you next show.
1: Okay, gold, well, gold. Well, we're Purple, gonna go ahead and gold. see if we can do that. We'll tape it on Sunday night. I even put it on my. Work shirts.
2: There there. you go. All right.
1: Hopefully we'll have an answer about the Golden State Warriors, whether or not they've won the championship and saved the Lakers fans from hearing about that from the Boston Celtics fans. But, ah, Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth. All right. Well, definitely come back on the show, Kenneth. I really want to get you on the air so you can share your thoughts on Russell Westbrook and so much more. I can't wait for
2: LeBron's tweet. I I wait for it every day so I can read it.
1: I want to also give a big shout out to Inasal for going ahead and stopping by a new listener and new watcher and new viewer on the program. Thank you so much for being in the chat room and also as well, Antoinette, thank you so much. (laughs) And nice seeing you pop up with your comments as well. Hopefully you'll return to us right here at the Lakers fast break, but again, it is the Lakers fast break. We cover the Lakers like no other In fact. We hope you continue to go ahead and watch us. Hopefully the golden States warriors will win. You know, the, i'm sorry i want the lakers to to be at 17 i want them to go ahead to 18 19 but i don't want to hear from any boston celtics fans if the boston celtics win so believe me we're hoping and rooting for the warriors for this weekend only we'll see where it goes from there but the summer hopefully is right around the corner and the off season the second season is hopefully very much closer indeed it is on the way the nba draft free agency one week away yep cannot wait the fun really begins i bet joe wants the wizards to win what kenneth come on now you're just trolling now you're just trolling indeed once again thank you so much for everybody including kenneth please come back on the show kenneth we'd love to have you on but please everyone out there if you have a question for us at lakers fast break on twitter or lakers fast break again once again, we'll be back next week. We're looking to go ahead and tape our show on Facebook, on the Lakers Facebook channel on Sunday night. So hopefully we will see you then. Otherwise, we'll go ahead and drop it on Monday right here wherever you get your podcasts at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.